0: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to A Cup of Clarity, the podcast for women who want to get clear and live life with more purpose, presence, and peace. I'm your host, Jeanette Millian. I'm a longtime educator, certified life coach, and speaker. And together with conscious experts I interview, I'm here to offer you insight for intentional living. So, if you're ready to start living life from the inside out, Grab your cup, take a sip, and listen in. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode. Thank you for joining me. And I want to say that however you may have derived at this podcast or this episode in particular, whether it was through the suggestion of a friend, a search engine, or through social media, know that there are no coincidences in life. At least that's what I choose to believe. You're meant to be here, and I'm glad that you are. At every moment of our lives, we're creating. What I want you to understand today as you listen to this episode is that you are a powerful creator of your very best life. And even though in certain areas you may already have a great life, you may long for more. And there's no need to judge yourself for wanting more or feeling as though something is missing. You have everything you need within to create a life you love. A life where you feel purposeful, fulfilled, happy, connected, and loved. Do you believe that you're worthy of that? I'm here to remind you that you are deserving of and worthy of living a life that feels abundant and authentic for you. It's no secret that our busy lives keep us so wrapped up with to-dos, feelings of should and musts, that we don't allow ourselves the time to pause, be present, go within, and get in touch with what we want and need from this life that we're here to live. By giving ourselves the space and silence to tune in, we get better at noticing the negative chatter in our minds. In that quiet, we can then constructively ask ourselves, Why am I thinking this thought? What is this thought creating for me in my life? What would I or my life be without this thought? As Louise Hay said, if you live with discontentment, you will find it everywhere you go. Only by changing your consciousness will you see positive results in your life. She was such a wise woman. So become conscious of what you're thinking, feeling, speaking about, and acting on as they will become the life you live. Many years ago, I lived with a mindset where I felt I had to control everything in my life because it was the only way I believed that I wouldn't be disturbed by life's nuances and problems. I felt that if I predicted every aspect of certain things and planned ahead of time, I would save myself from uncertainty and those spontaneous curveballs that life could throw at me. The problem with this way of thinking and living was that it was exhausting. The thinking that life was out to get me was so far from the truth. But at the time, I didn't have the answers or the clarity or awareness I needed to see that. And so I remained in that victim mentality for a good part of my life. You know what I mean. It's the why me line of thinking. Several years, experiences and lessons later, however... I came to understand at a deeper level that life is not happening to us. It's happening through us and for us. I came to see that I'm a co-creator in my life and that what I think, feel, say and do becomes my reality. Now this didn't happen overnight. I mean, there's no magic formula for transformation. I had to get to the point in my life where I had to be honest with myself and dig deep into what was holding me back from living life instead of allowing life to live me. I had to see what was standing in my way. And my uncomfortable reality was that I was the biggest obstacle in my own life. I wasn't in the driver's seat creating a life I loved. The reason for this came from my childhood conditioning and programming. I had limiting beliefs that had me thinking things should be and had to be a certain way because, well, that's just how life was. And so I just followed along on autopilot, day in and day out. And that victim mentality I mentioned kept me lost and overwhelmed and in a blame game with the outside world for my lack of fulfillment. There was a period in my life, I'll tell you, that I fell into a depression where I felt that there was no point in trying to improve my life. I didn't have the energy within to want to make that happen. I believed at the time, as depression will do to you, that nothing I did would make a difference. It was indeed a difficult time for me. Thankfully, a friend helped me see the light and encouraged me to get help, which I did. Eventually, I had a shift within and I realized that I was a powerful creator in my life. And over time, I did just that. Let me just say that By no means is my life perfect. I have my challenges and tough moments just like everyone else. However, I feel as though my life is perfect for me because I've created it myself as I choose to live it. And part of that first step in the creation process begins the moment you wake up in the morning. How you spend that first hour of the morning determines your experience for the rest of the day. As someone who suffered from anxiety for a good portion of my life, establishing a morning routine years ago transformed how I approach my day. My morning routine includes meditation, gratitude, setting an intention, and light movement. Do I still have moments throughout my day that may be difficult, challenging, or even stressful? Heck yes! But I can honestly say that I'm able to navigate those tough times much better thanks to my morning practice. Think about starting your day 30 minutes earlier than you normally do. And I know that may sound like a lot, but believe me, it's a game changer. Before you grab your phone and start scrolling first thing in the morning, (laughs) give thanks for the day ahead. Life always gives us what we concentrate most on, And the more we concentrate on what's going wrong in our life, the more wrong things will show up and the more miserable we'll be. If instead, we concentrate on what's going right in our life through the practice of gratitude, we open up ourselves to more of that amazing abundance. It's as simple as waking up and saying, thank you for this day. Thank you for this breath. Thank you for what this day will bring. Then, set an intention for your day. Think about living the life you want to create, that life that you love. What does that look like, feel like? What do you wish to focus on in order to start living that life? And then, you recite the sentence, Today, I commit to and fill in the blank with your intention. For example, you could say that today, you commit to being more patient with your children, or you commit to eating healthier meals throughout the day. Or today, you commit to showing yourself some compassion and love. Taking the time to express gratitude, setting an intention, and meditating each morning, even if it's just for a few minutes, Starts your day energetically on the highest vibration possible. And why is this important? Because higher vibrations and feelings is the medium by which your desires become your reality. You see, creating a life you love is about feeling good. Choose to engage in things that move you into the feeling of experiencing what you want. It's your feelings that attract your experiences. The more you experience this feeling of having what you want, the more you will have it. Ask yourself, what brings me joy? Once you have a clear answer for that, then find ways to do more of it. You see, when you're out of alignment with what you value and desire, when you're not living an authentic life you love, it starts to feel stressful, heavy, and energetically low. And you might even feel stuck, unclear, or without motivation. Know that when you get clear about what it is you want in life, when you speak it, feel it, or write it down, the universe answers and starts working in your favor. This is an abundant universe we live in. Don't be afraid of asking for the life you want to create and experience. You know, many carry an unconscious belief that says, I can't have too much of a good thing. If it seems too good, it probably is. (laughs) And this belief comes from a place of scarcity. It says, I won't let myself feel this joy or experience this amazing life because it probably won't last forever. And if this sounds familiar to you, catch yourself each time you think, speak, or feel that way. I know I have had many a moment where I get caught up in thinking and speaking from the yes, but energy, you know, the one that seems to see the roadblock instead of the possibility ahead. And that's why catching yourself in awareness, right when it happens, helps you shift to a more positive perspective on that by affirming, everything is always working out for me. It's a simple affirmation, but a powerful one. Everything is always working out for me. Take a moment to recite it with me now. Everything is always working out for me. Have that deep faith within and trust that God and the universe have your back. That everything is working out for you. Because it is. In order to create a life we love, waking up to each morning, we must let go of what no longer serves us in order to make room for new possibilities to enter. And I want to share with you a story from the Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo that really resonated with me years ago when I read it. He tells the story of how in ancient China they would trap wild monkeys in the forest. The trappers, they would bore a hole in coconuts and they would hollow them out. Then they would fill the coconuts with cooked rice. The hole you see would be large enough for the monkeys to get their hands inside. However, when the monkeys would try to get a fistful of rice and pull their hand out of the coconut, they couldn't. And the monkeys simply didn't want to let go of the rice. So in this confusion of trying to figure out how to get their hand out of the coconut still fisting the rice, they would become trapped. All that the monkeys had to do to not become trapped was to open their hand and release the rice they were fisting tightly. All they had to do was open their hand and let go of the rice. So many of us are living a life in a fisted kind of way. We're holding on to things tightly and in doing so, we're not allowing life to unfold before us. So I ask you today, What in your life has a hold on you because you're fisting it so tightly, refusing to let it go? What is it you need to let go of? Is it a story you've told yourself for years, a relationship, a job, a belief? I know we can all relate to this story and how hard it is to let go of something. Sometimes all it takes though is opening yourself up to the awareness Of what holding on is keeping you from creating in your life. Let me say that life is not created by chance, it's created by choice. Creating your very best life that you love is a choice. It comes down to a choice within. Do we want to be free or do we want to suffer? Do we want to be at peace? Or do we want to be in discord with someone or something? And in that choice, it's important that we take responsibility for our own actions that have led us to where we are now. And that may not be easy to admit, but it's important that we accept our own part in any situation or relationship. And we do that by forgiving ourselves and others. Having self-compassion is huge if we're going to live life in the vibration of love. And forgiving is not to benefit the other person or say what they did was okay or that you even still want them in your life. Forgiveness is for your benefit. It's so you can release that energy and not have those situations again. When you hold on to what it is that people did to you and you keep speaking about it, you relive it, and you keep it active in your own energy. So taking responsibility for your part and forgiving the other person goes a long way in clearing that out of your life. And that leaves you feeling free, lighter in spirit, and vibrating from a place of love, not fear. One of the keys to creating a life you love is also to surround yourself with people who lift you higher and support you. You know, as humans, we're hardwired for connection. The right positive relationships enhance our lives in such a special way. Ensure that the relationships that you have in your life, family, friends, and even coworkers, are healthy and supportive relationships. Nurture those relationships that are important to you. Take time to call, text, or reach out to get together. Tell those that are important to you how you feel about them and what their presence in your life means to you. You know, ancient Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu said, the journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. Having the awareness helps us take the very first step towards letting go, towards becoming clear on what it is we desire in life. Put one foot in front of the other and start walking towards creating a life you love. And remember that this is your life to create and live, not anyone else's. This is your book to write, your masterpiece to paint, your sculpture to carve out. You decide what this life that you love looks like, feels like, and is. You have the right to live the life you love And love the life you live. I hope this episode sparked the insight within. If so, I would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcast, or simply share this episode with someone. And I'd also love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me there at Jeanette Melian Coaching. And don't forget that this episode's toolkit is available on my website at JeanetteMilian.com on the podcast tab. And if you feel that you're ready to take that first step in getting clear and creating a life you love, click on the programs tab on my website for more information on my life redesign program. Until next time, I send you love and light. May your cup be full and overflowing.